Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hi friends, welcome back to episode 16 of the Health Forward podcast. I'm so glad you've taken the time to join me today and I'm just I just want to tell you that I'm thankful for those of you who have either subscribed to the podcast or shared it with your friends or left reviews. It means a lot to me and it also just helps me to be able to get the podcast in front of more people and hopefully be able to share with them encouraging tips to be able to move their health forward too. So I don't know about you, but I feel like the end of the year is flying by. I cannot believe we're already through most of October and we're almost into the holiday season. I just feel like it's going so fast. And for our family, this season just gets so busy, especially from, it's like from mid-October through the end of the year. It just seems like every week, every weekend starts to fill up with so many fun things, but so busy. And one thing that the holiday season typically brings with it is travel. Whether it's to visit family or maybe it's just for fun. Uh, We just got back from a trip. My family just got back from a trip from California for a week. We were visiting family out there and then just doing lots of touristy things in San Francisco. And it was such a blast. It was so fun. But on the way back, it kind of got me thinking about how traveling can be so fun, but it's kind of hard on our bodies. Um, I know that it was it was hard on my body coming back, especially with time change and just flying and all the kind of little stressors that are involved with the logistics of traveling. And so it can be hard on our bodies. And so it just got me thinking of, um, there are things we can do to support our bodies and help maintain our health while we are traveling. And so I wanted to share some of that today because we are exposed to so many things outside of our norm when we're traveling, whether it's long time sitting in the car or being cooped up with hundreds of other people in an airplane. It's just a lot of things that can cause stress on our bodies. And so today I want to go over some simple, easy tips that we can do to help support our health and just to help to make the whole experience more enjoyable. Because who wants to be sick while traveling or right after you travel, right? Nobody. That doesn't help anything. So um, the first tip I have is bring your own snacks. Bring your snacks on your trip or while to eat while you're waiting in the airport or while you're on the airplane. Most airports do not have healthy food options. And if they do, they're very expensive. So save yourself some money, pack your own snacks with you. If you look up on um, TSA's website, they have all the guidelines of how to pack things in your carry-on or your personal bag. Um, Or if you're in the car, you don't have to worry about that. You could just have a fun little road trip snack snack bag in the car that'll keep you from having to go through the drive-through all the time. This also helps you to be able to control what you eat. So not just saving money, but control what you're putting in your body, the quality, making sure that the snacks are balanced. So they have carbs and fat and protein in them. So you're going to stay full longer and you're not going to be having these sudden blood sugar spikes and crashes. 
The second tip is along the same lines, but bring your own water bottle and then buy a smart water after security. So I'm talking primarily here about flying, but the plain water is pretty gross. And plus those little cups they give you, one, they're not enough. Two, they're just bound to spill, especially if you're traveling with kids. So um, something we did this time that um, was really helpful was just bring your cups with you. You can't take any liquid through security, so you'll have to make sure that they're empty. But once you get on the other side of security, you can buy one of the huge smart waters, split it up between you, and then you'll have enough while you wait for your flight and when you're on your trip or on the plane ride itself. And so we did this on the way back. On the way there, we ran out of time before we had to board and we didn't get to do that. And I was miserable. Like, We had a lot of turbulence on our flight, and so it took forever for them to be able to get up and get the beverage service. And so, I mean, there was like a good probably hour and a half with nothing to drink. And if you know me, that's a really long time for me. Some of you, you're like, yeah, whatever. But for me, that was a really long time. I was so thirsty. The plane was hot. Like it just, it would have been so much better if we would have given ourselves time to do that, which we did on the way back. And it was so nice just to not have to be dependent on beverage service, plus not be limited to the options that that they have. They didn't have like bottled water. They only had like their plain filtered water, which I don't feel super great about anyway. So it was great. Also, just along the same, on the same um, thought of hydrating, make sure that you're drinking enough. I know that it's easy to be in a rush, especially if you're trying to, you know, get on your plane on time and not miss it or get through security or whatever. Or you don't want to have to go to the bathroom a lot when you're on the plane. Or if you're on a road trip, you don't want to stop a lot. But being dehydrated only causes more stress on our bodies and makes it have to work harder. So when you can, make sure that you're getting that water in. The third tip is this isn't necessarily about food or or drinking, but it's just in general with your trip plan ahead. Give yourself ample amount of time. Whatever amount of time you think you need to plan or to start packing, just start earlier. Start several days ahead, maybe even a week ahead. Start making lists of things that you need last minute. I know that not everyone is as type A and likes lists as much as me, but whether you are or not, it will still help you to not be scrambling last minute and feel like you're forgetting things or something like that. Traveling can just be stressful with all the moving parts and all the things you have to keep up with. So this just just do yourself a favor and get ahead of the ball game and go ahead and get plans like what you're going to take, especially if you're traveling with kids. It's easy to go ahead and get their stuff done ahead of time and get that packed away. For us, we were gone for a week and it was very far away. So we had to think a lot about like bringing some toys for her from home. So she felt familiar and making sure all of her stuff she uses to sleep, like her sound machine and her monitor and all the things were packed. It was a lot to think of. And so I had to start way ahead making lists. Some of those things I couldn't grab until the morning that we were going to leave. So I couldn't pack them ahead, but I just kept a little list in the notes app on my phone of what I needed to grab that morning. So my brain, we left at like five in the morning. My brain does not work super well at five in the morning. So I had that list. I didn't even have to think about it. I just went down the list to make sure I had all the things. So anything you can do ahead of time to reduce stress, either during your trip or when you're about to leave is a good thing. 
Another thing is go to bed early the night before you leave. Now, I know from experience this is hard to do because I am always, it seems like, at the last minute trying to get things together, usually when I haven't listened to the previous tip of getting prepared ahead of time, but only getting two to three hours of sleep and then having to get up and get to the airport and catch a plane, like that is, it's not good. (laughs) A lack of sleep will only make your body have to work harder. It raises inflammation levels. It lowers your immune function. That's not what you want, especially if you're about to be cooped up with a bunch of other people. And so um, it's kind of like a double whammy on your body when you have just a little bit of sleep and then you have all these extra stressors you're putting on your body from the travel. And most of us aren't going to be able to sleep on the plane, especially if you have a, a child with you. Just don't even plan on it. It's probably not going to happen. Another idea about planning ahead is start taking immune support supplements at least a week before you travel. This is especially important if you're flying, but I think just in general, any kind of travel, whether it's road trips or flying, um, I think it's really important. And I say at least a week because that gives your body time to start building up your immunity, start to building up those stores of things like vitamin D and things like that. This time we chose to do um, immune gummies by Mary Ruth Organics. I'll link to those in the show notes, but they have such great ingredients. They're very clean, all sourced, very like quality sources, ethically sourced, and um, lots of amounts of vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, elderberry extract, all those things that really help to support your immune system. And they're really yummy, like Remy loves them and wants to take more than she can. So they won't be a fight with the kids, which is helpful too. You can also make your own elderberry syrup at home and start taking that before your trip. For me, it was just a little too messy to travel with. So we've used that at home and then right before our trip and on our trip is when we did the gummy option and it just worked a lot better. But that's a personal preference. You obviously can take the syrup with you. You're just going to need to make sure you're going by TSA regulations if you're flying. I also think it's a really smart idea to start taking regular whole food based um, multivitamins and then also a probiotic if you're not already taking that leading up to your trip as well as on the duration of your trip. Like I said, no one wants to get sick while on vacation. That's just such a bummer. Um, Or if you're visiting family for holidays, you don't want to be sick the whole time. Or when you get home, which is when it tends to happen a lot, you're exhausted. You've probably eaten a lot of things you don't normally eat. And so your body's just kind of worn out and that work hasn't been done beforehand to help support it. And so a lot of times, I know it's happened to me is I'll get sick within three to four days of getting home. And that's just no fun either. Trying to get back into normal life and normal rhythms and then to get sick. So multivitamins and probiotics plus those immune support supplements can really help with that. Okay, tip number four, manage the germs as much as you can, but don't freak out about it. Germs are everywhere and they are unavoidable. However, you can use a clean, non-toxic hand sanitizer. Um, Like the Honest brand is a pretty decent one. And then I know Branch Basics has one that's really good. I think also um, Dr. Bonner's, I need to check that. Um, I'll link those three in in the show notes. But those all three are good, non-toxic hand sanitizers that you can take with you. 
on the trip, on the plane, obviously use before you eat or anytime you're going to be touching your mouth or your nose. It's also a great idea to spray down like the trays on the airplanes, especially if your kids are going to be eating off of them or um, playing off of them. I know we did like some coloring and stickers and stuff off of that. But while I say that, the, the flip side of that coin is don't stress out about it. Stress, again, only makes things harder in our bodies. And so it's only going to make our immune systems have to fight harder when we're stressing about every little thing. So that's definitely not the point. Don't obsess about the germs. That's where the supplements and vitamins and probiotics help to fill in those gaps because we will inevitably be exposed to something. But do the best you can with controlling the germs. Number five, eat a good meal before and after your flight. This is something that takes some preparing ahead mentally of making sure you have time to do that before and after and not just the minute your flight lands, you're on the go and you're you know doing all your activities, but to really plan that meal. Even taking your healthy snacks, even then they're usually pretty high in sugar and they're just not as full of nutrients as like your normal whole food meals that you eat on a regular basis. So if you try to just bookend your travel day with a healthy meal in the beginning and a healthy meal at the end, that will help to just fill in some of those nutrient gaps you're going to have during the travel. Obviously, if you're on vacation or you're visiting relatives or it's the holidays, you're not going to be eating super nutrient dense foods the whole time that I mean, maybe you are, but most of us, I know for me, like you're not, you're on vacation. You're not going to be as intentional, intentional about every single thing you eat. And that's totally fine. But if you make sure to really support your body well on that travel day, kind of at the beginning and the end, then you're less likely to feel run down and like you might be nutrient depleted. Number five, if you need to detox a little bit when you get home, do it. So like I just said, you're definitely going to be probably doing things that you don't normally do. You might be pushing your body a little bit hard by like, I know for us, we were out and goodness, we walked a lot like all over the city for a couple days, which is great, but that's not part of our normal day to day things that we do being gone hours on end. We didn't eat meals the way that we normally do throughout the day. There's lots of snacking in the middle and more a smaller breakfast and a big dinner. Like those just weren't our normal day-to-day routines. And so those kinds of changes can be kind of hard on your body, plus just different kinds of foods. Like we definitely ate way more sugar and stuff like that than we normally do. And we enjoyed every minute of it. But I mean, you will kind of have symptoms from that if that's something you're not used to. And so when you get home, sometimes it helps to do like a three to five day, uh, maybe even a little bit longer if you want detox. And you can do that by doing like an elimination diet for a couple days of eliminating those main inflammatory foods, maybe like sugar, um, maybe gluten, if that's something you struggle with or dairy or obviously processed like um, junk foods and snack foods and things like that. Things that are just harder for your body to digest and tend to raise inflammation instead of lower if you take those out or very much reduce them for a short amount of time that can really help your body to detox also drinking extra water when you get home um, really helps to flush out toxins things like dandelion root tea are great to help with helping your liver to detox and to get 
um, toxins out of your body. Also, bone broth is great for um, healing any inflammation that might have occurred in your gut while you were gone and traveling. And then one of my favorite things is to take a detox bath. I think I've mentioned that on here before, but I will put a little like link to how to do that in the show notes. But basically it's using Epsom salt and baking soda and a couple other things, maybe a couple essential oils in your bath and you soak in that for 20 to 30 minutes. And that just helps to get some of those toxins out through sweating and through your skin and things like that. Those are all great ways to help support your body as it kind of detoxes from all the stuff that it encountered while you were traveling. And then obviously trying to get back to really good quality sleep and moving your body regularly will help as well. And then the last tip, most of all, relax and enjoy yourself. Enjoy your vacation. It can be easy to obsess about the difference and the different things that are going to be going on with your day-to-day routine and how you're eating or um, maybe you're not exercising as much and especially if you're in the middle of trying to make health goals or um, trying to really move forward in a health goal a vacation or a trip can sometimes feel like it's going to make you like fall off the wagon so to speak but the good thing about a lifestyle change is there is no wagon There's nothing to fall off of. There's everyday life. There's decisions that benefit us and our health. And there's decisions that maybe aren't as beneficial, but they're just that. They're just decisions. And then you go on about your day and you change it the next day and you get back to your normal healthy rhythms. So try not to worry about it. Try not to worry about, oh, I'm going to gain weight on my trip or I'm going to have to really like crash diet when I get home. No don't all those thoughts will only stress you out more they're also going to um, just keep you from enjoying your trip and that's that's totally not the point and so just like everything else perfection is a myth it's not going to happen so do your best make the conscious choice not to stress out about things that are out of your control and just enjoy your trip I hope that these tips will come in handy as you plan your travels for the upcoming season. As always, feel free to reach out to me on um, any of the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook. Um, You can find me with the handle Your Health Forward. Or if you feel like you need more support as we enter the holiday season, I would be happy to help you set your health goals, or maybe stay on track with the health goals you've already set, you can schedule a free 30-minute consultation by going to yourhealthforward.com slash free dash consultation. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, and I will see you back here next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.